What up, Baker Tears? It's your boy, Fashion Lloyd T. We back here with season two of Baker Life Experience. And you already know we're coming with the bangers. Tease, back. Wait, did he say season two? <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. It's your boy, Terrence, a.k.a. Fashion Lord T. What up, man? Hey, I got a special guest in the building. Her name is Kelly. She has a... A great organization, which I'm kind of right this this year, this month, basically, I definitely want to um, give out small black business um, shout outs. And um, how we met was um, we had teamed up with the Rio movement um, in December and we had um, linked up uh, feeding the homeless. And um, her brand is very, you know, like I've definitely supported. I mean, I think more people. Uh, of our uh, ethnicity should definitely learn more about and do more about. Um, her name is Kelly, and the, her brand is Black Millennium Mental Health. How are you doing, Kelly? Hey, good evening. I am doing well. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Just tell me a little bit about your, um, your brand, um, about what you do, and then we can go from there. Perfect. Um, so, um, as he said, my name is Kelly Poe, and I am the founder and CEO um, of Black Millennials Mental Health. And we are um, a mental health society and, and community um, serving um, Black people and just anyone deriving from the African diaspora. Um, we serve as an online coaching and consulting business, um, and we're just here to help raise awareness um, and help others learn about mental health and um, how it's just been perpetuated across generations and how we can start, um, you know, just taking and making a change to take care of our mental health and make it um, a thing and make it, you know, just not make it sound like people are crazy or something like that. Um, trying to definitely dismantle that stigma. No, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. Um, that's crazy because, like, like, like I told you, like, uh, whenever we met, I always wanted to do definitely um, an episode about uh, mental health. Um, I feel like you know it definitely runs like in my family, and the and the fact that that you know like your vibe, your energy, it made me you know want to talk and definitely want to reach out to you about it because I think a um, a lot of uh, m for me, I would say I definitely more of of us definitely put religion more in front of mental health you know what i mean like we definitely you know ask god for like hey god can you help us with the situation and i think our parents is more you know definitely drawn to that instead of the lack of knowledge that they had back in the day it was more sweep underneath the rug or take this home remedy to uh, try to fix that, you know what I mean? Now, that was basically, like, what I was trying to say is, like, you know, how, like, back in the day, like, they didn't really um, go really off of trying to fix the problem. It was more about their religion and things like that. So, um, there's a couple of things that, like, I had, like, read up on and, like, I had research on some. And the, uh, one of the articles basically said, at the same time, seeking mental health care is often viewed as a weakness. 
running uh, counter to survive and mentally is born from a systematic um, oppression with a chronic racism. Much of us push back against sinking treatment stems from ideas along the lines of we have to survive so much adversity and now someone is going to say that there is something wrong with this. And I kind of like agree with that because it's more like like we don't really see um, more like back in the day as as often it was more like a weakness. But now it's more that we can seek help to uh, basically trying to fix it. So like um, on your main on your main brand, like like how do you help people that that is in need? it's definitely important to acknowledge the systemic um, racism that has been um, just perpetuated across times, across generations um, that have basically kind of made it impossible to get help and get access to like um, affordable or just um, basic mental health care to make it seem, you know, that you're not um, I guess I, I guess we use the um, what is it the black sheep of the family or something like that. Correct. Um, but that that type of access and that type of awareness, um, it really wasn't you know within like I guess ten years ago and and um, you know before then um, it wasn't normalized. It wasn't um, okay. Um, and I heard you mention you know just kind of in the past it has been looked at as weak to ask for help or just, you know, basically acknowledge that you are experiencing um, just different emotions where it might just be harder to cope with some things. Um, I know for me, just kind of growing up in um, the neighborhoods that I did in St. Louis, um, there was a lot of violence, Mm -hmm. of course, and of course my family was somehow, you know, just kind of surrounded in it just because of those that's where we were rooted in. Um, but, you know, just some, we all kind of experienced like death at an early age. Mm-hmm. And just for example, I remember, um, I didn't understand that, you know, death at an early age was not normal um, until I got into college, my uh, my undergrad, I think it was my sophomore year, um, and I was living in Tennessee, uh, going to the University of Michigan. So, and I was just having conversations with different um, type of uh, black people, I would say, because we, we may be all, you know, of melanin color, but we are come from different areas and, and raised from different traditions and things of that nature. But um, it, that amongst that conversation, you know, I found out that I was the only one that had experienced death at a young age like that. Mm. Um, and so I'm like, oh, okay, that's, 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 that's not known to y'all. Like, I haven't been to funerals. Like, oh, you know, we do that on the regular. That's a fact. Um, so things of, that, things of that nature, and it's just like, you know, um, learning how to cope with that. And sometimes it's harder for different people. Sometimes, you know, people can't overcome um, certain traumas and certain tragedies and adversities. So, um, and that's not to say that they never will, but sometimes you need a little help um, to find different avenues and find out how you can navigate through it in a in a better way in a healthier way um and that's where we step in we are 
depending if I can just see uh, we have like the map up of course not the old school map because we got GPS now but <laughs> we got we got you know a tablet out and helping you navigate through those traumas those adversities um, those things that you may not be able to share with your family or um, your circle your gang your friend your team whoever however you want to identify it um, we are that safe space uh, culturally sensitive we um, we work with um, different types of people of color and I, I will say uh, like I said we all come from different places and just different um, traditions so um, you know we, we, we serve everyone coming from the hood all the way up to the, the CEO and 500 company um, you know people that are dealing with uh, mental health issues and um, I, I definitely want to just state that you know it, it definitely doesn't have to be anything like with the diagnosis um, to be able to go get help or um, to receive coaching um, it could be just you know making a, a, a life decision a mm. challenging decision in life um, you know maybe um, for example deciding to go off to school or to stay at home um, that's a big decision yeah. for an 18 or 17 or 18 19 year old that's a huge decision um, and some people kind of, you know, just overlook that, but that's where we kind of step in and, and help, you know, help you weigh those options and help you give you some tools and techniques to, um, better make, um, to make better decisions, whether it be this decision or, you know, decisions to come. Got it. I, I'll stop running my track for a second. <laughs> nah, you're good, you're good, I promise. <laughs> nah, but, uh, it's crazy how you said that, like, I'm, I remember growing up, like, me going to like having birthday parties, like I can count on one hand, but how many funerals I've been through, like a lot, you know what I mean? And sometimes the wow. people yeah. I don't even know, you know what I mean? And just and just seeing that over and over again, or you look on TV and you're seeing cops killing us, you know what I mean? And and, yeah. and that has a, a effect to it now because you could be driving perfectly fine. And a cop pull you over, the last thing you're thinking about, man, is everything okay? Is like, is this good? Is this good? Is that good? And that plays with you. And the, and the fact that, like, am I going to make it home okay? Because, like, I remember I, I remember one incident, I was, um, which I said in my previous episode, was the fact that um, I had, like, an urban car. You know what I mean? It was, it was I was young. It was nice, and, and I love that car. To this day, I hate it. I had to get rid of it. But in one month, I got pulled over like four times in one month, and they never gave me a ticket. It was all warnings and a routine stop. I didn't even know what a r routine stop was. Wow. And that was the same year, like, they was killing like Trayvon Martin, and I, I and I was and I was scared. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. Like it's like two o'clock, like like two o'clock in the morning. Like me going to work, I wasn't doing nothing. I was staying my business. You know what I mean? But the fact that they had that power and they were trying to take that power, and they got what they wanted. They got you know what I'm saying? Okay, here you go. Here's the car. I don't even want it no more. Yeah. Yeah, 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 understandable, understandable, that, and I mean, it, and trauma is, 
it's the recognizing all of our bodies in different ways. Um, but I will say, you know, that consistent harassment and that consistent um, just back and forth with um, law enforcement um, for many of us, it, it's, you know, it, it definitely affects how we are, you know, now and how we show up in the world now and dealing with um, a lot of these social justice issues right now. Um, but they are mentally heavy. They're mentally heavy. Um, I couldn't even imagine, like, that's consistently, like, fight or flight. Um, you know, are you going to are you gonna stay? Are you going to fight for your life? Like you said, you don't even know if you're going to make it home. You don't have to be in that state of fear consistently. Correct. Um, it damages your mind. It damages your, your body and your soul spiritually. Um, but that's, that's not okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's know, not. Exactly. That's something that... Um, our young kids are definitely experiencing as well, you know, just consistently being in that, you know, should I run? Should I should I fight for my life? Or do I lay down? Do I conform to what's going on around me? Um, and that's a mental battle. It, it really is. Uh, and it, it, it definitely affects, you know, just how we think and how we look up, how we look and, and just how we deal with, um, you know, there's so many of these social injustices that's dealing, um, going on right now. And it has been going on for a while. Correct. Uh, I think that we are, you know, we're in a different time now. Uh, and I'll share just a, a, a short story about um, one of my friends. And we do serve um, different people of color, mm-hmm. black brown people. Um, and this specific friend, she's Hispanic. Um, and she has two younger kids, um, and they're both in elementary school. And so she was um, visiting her father, um, and they were all in the family room watching television. And her father um, identified a man to be black on, on television. He was like, you know, hey, look at that black man, so-and-so, and so-and-so. Mm-hmm. And so her kids, she really doesn't raise her kids. And I won't say Nazi color because we all know what that means. But mm-hmm. I will say she raised them to just treat people like treat um, people like people. Mm-hmm. And so when he said, um, you know, identify the black man, the kids, the children just kind of like looked at her in a confused state because you know she doesn't identify black people as black people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, call them by name. Yeah. Uh, whatever you know, whatever your name is. So. Um, you know, she told me that she was just kind of in this state of fear and confusion because she didn't know whether to confront her father on these, you know, old, older views that he had, you know, held from his generation, whether he meant them to be, um, you know, intentionally hurtful or not. Um, it's, it's still, you know, something that's carried within his generation um, or versus, you know, taking her children in another room and kind of, you know, having that conversation about different races and things of that nature. Um, so millennials are the, we're the break, like we're, we're the, the bridging gap right. um, from, you know, the Generation Z and, um, you know, just the, the previous generation and not, you know, really standing up and for our mental health and for our safe spaces. We're that, we're that, 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 that bridging gap. And I definitely would like to say I'm, I'm proud to be a part of that generation. Um, but it does come with a lot of um, heavy lifting. And it comes with a lot of, you know, just breaking barriers. And that's, that's one of our main 
um, focuses here at Black Millennials Mental Health is to, you know, have people help people share those experiences um, about mental health, about mental illness, um, to to help raise awareness within our community. Because once we see that, you know, everyone everyone else is dealing with things, and they're not just you know trying to be the strong black man or trying to be the strong black woman. Um, you know that it is okay to deal and you know deal with difficult emotions and, and cope with them through different ways um, that can help you in the future and not be harmful to you or detrimental to you. Um, that's that's where it starts. Um, you know, having those role models. Definitely, I definitely, I, I definitely agree with you. Um, I, you have a great organization. I, I wish you the more excess and and prosper. Um. Um, one article I read, it says half of adults will suffer from mental illness in their lifetime. Uh, half of all chronic mental illness begins at the age of 14. And another one says one in five children will have mental illness by the age of 18. And the last one says 90% of the people who will die by suicide also have mental illness. When I read that, I was I was like, that's that's so crazy. Like, because like, growing up, like you can tell some kids, you know, wasn't you know, mentally there, and they and the parents always, you know, gave them these these pills, and you can tell like the level of energy that they they have, like they would be just. One moment they are like just fine. Next moment they just drowsy, going through the motion. So like, how do y'all? So how do y'all help with um, people that are um, that are facing that like like right now, like as today, as in COVID, as in need help? Most definitely, and um, those are definitely uh, alarming statistics and. Um, with me, just kind of just being in the field, I definitely do. Um, I am aware of those statistics. Uh, but when you just kind of, you know, read them off like that, it is kind of, it, it is very alarming. Um, but uh, the reality is, you know, suicide, the rate of suicide within the black community has um, increased over the past 10 years uh, drastically. Um, and that's something I definitely want to acknowledge and not neglect. Um, because that's a, a huge stigma for us. Like black people don't commit suicide, or that ain't that ain't what we do. You know that ain't for us. That's for white people. That's white people stuff. Um, you know that's 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 dead, y'all. Like that's that's dead. Like that literally kill all of those stereotypes. Like it's it's put it to rest because statistics and statistics show this, and unfortunately, it's showing. Um, you know, the people that are committing those deaths and suicide are teens. Correct. Young people. Correct. Young people. Um, you know, so while we are trying to sit here and act like it's not happening, you know, it's happening to our nieces, our nephews, our, our little cousins, um, you know, people that we have seen burst and probably they had to babysit. So, you know, it's, it's definitely real. It's sitting in your living room, it's sitting in your bedroom. Um, and it's not okay to just, you know, act like it's not happening because, you know, it, it's closing that door 
and just like I mentioned earlier, you know, we're not having those those safe spaces um, to be able to uh, be open to even express, you know, these feelings of doubt or feelings of loss um, from these children, from the youth. Um, so I will. I just I didn't want to breeze over that. Um, that's definitely something that's very alarming and been something we have been definitely advocating for. Um, if you do need help, we do. Um, there is a suicide prevention line, and we do have um, a, a lot of resources on our website for um, anyone who needs someone to talk to. Um, even if it's just you know you just not you just not feeling today, um, we do have resources online for that. Um, and as far as helping those who may be suffering um, during this pandemic um, due to medication, um, due to just kind of a loss of having that one-on-one contact mm-hmm. um, with physicians, we are making referrals to um, different physicians in your area, in different local areas. Um, and as well as... Um, we do have resources that you can use to uh, find your uh, your own therapist if you know mm. you're feeling more comfortable. Independent about that, um, you can um, definitely give us a call, and we will um, you know just help you find those resources um, if you just kind of need that extra help. Got it. So on top of you know just providing coaching, um, and all of all of our coaches have. Um, mental health professional training, uh, whether it be in social work, um, dealing with any type of um, childhood disorders um, to adult disorders. We do have trained um, coaches on staff for that. Mm -hmm. Um, But we are a little different from the traditional, um, like coaching and therapy. Mm -hmm. Um, We are definitely focused towards serving the entire community, but we are strictly focused towards, you know, just black and brown communities um, to be able to uplift each other and um, help serve each other. We are one of the most affordable coaching services, um, which is kind of being $30 a session. uh, That is intentional uh, because we know that, you know, it's a pandemic and everyone doesn't have... um, you know, there's a lot of money right now. We're not trying to break people's pockets, um, but we do want to help you become a healthier you uh, okay. mentally. Okay. Um, because you know, that's how you sh- that's how you show up every day. Correct. Um, so we're we're definitely doing that um, and having that that coaching. We are offering free uh, mental health consultations right now, and what that is is basically we're going to see if you are a good fit for us. Um, if we're a good fit for you, um, and if not, you know, we, we like I said, we do have referrals um, to try to put you at another place with another provider mm-hmm. um, near you. So you know, even if we can't see you, if we can't, uh, we're not the best for you. We can definitely connect you with someone who is and can be, um, because we're we're just here to help. We don't want to, um, you know, just make you feel like you're not. You're not welcome because you're always welcome here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but definitely, definitely plug that information in, you know, right now and tell them how they can get a hold of you, uh, the number, like everything right now. Most definitely. Um, so our number, if you guys want to um, give us a call, um, is 713 496 
And that's the number that you can reach us at. That's our office number. Um, and we are open office days, office hours um, from uh, 8 to 5 okay. during the weekdays. And uh, we're open on the weekends too, uh, but mostly we're just taking um, sessions on the weekend. Um, we do have a website that you can find all of our coaches at. Any information that you want to find out about uh, Black Marine News and Post, our resources. Um, and just also some of the work that we do in our community partners um, on our website, and that is at www.bmmh for Black Millennials Mental Health .org. And and then we are on every single social media um, platform: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And we also have a private Facebook group. Um, if you are just kind of wanting to connect with others that are going through different mental health studies and experiences and just to have a, a, a safe place to um, just check in with us, we do have that private face group, um, Facebook group, and you guys are definitely welcome to come and join us over there. That's what's up. I definitely support that. That's definitely what's up. And also you have, uh, I've seen that you have merch as well too right now. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for mentioning that. <laughs> no yes, problem. We have um, a lot of merchandise, and we just actually um, have uh, got some stretch balls. Um, so we're definitely trying to push that out, and it has our logo on it, and just some more contact information to have those different coping skills. Um, and like I said, too, we definitely have some different uh, merchandise. So you can um, just kind of help raise awareness within our communities. We have bands um, and just different things. So please, please, please go check that out and support us. Definitely um, go support. To some merchandise for Black History Month. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, it's it's weird because like I like I know like I guess like growing up and um, like I said like you know the fact that like we our parents wasn't really aware of the mental illness and the fact that, you know, it's, it's crazy how, because a teacher can definitely say, Hey, something's wrong with, you know, he might need to get checked or tested and a person yeah. and a person like a, a, a parent that might be going through a lot or, you know, their background might not be, you know, the right moment right now, as far as they got, you know, jobs, they're dealing with, you know, uh, husband issues or baby daddy issues or being a single parent and the fact that you're going to have a different race tell you, tell me, you know what I mean? Like, as a parent, mm-hmm. that something's wrong with my child and it's the fact that it's great because now we actually see, you know, our skin color saying, hey, yeah. you know, hey, this is okay. We have X, Y, and Z. So it's, it's definitely, so like I said, I'm thankful that you have, you know, we can definitely sit down. Well, not really sit down. We'll have this moment right now. <laughs> we try to sit down, but obviously, you know, things, weathers came up, Wait. but <laughs> it was crazy. It was, it was, it was a lot, but I'm, I'm glad that we're here. And what's so crazy too, before, before I end this, my older brother, would have been 38 today. You know, he, you know, is in heaven right now. And uh, I just want to say, you know, thank you for having this time and this moment with me. You know, like, like I definitely um, appreciate it. Most definitely. And 
like you said, John, it was we've been trying to get together for a little while, but um, like I always say, you know, this moment in this time was meant for us. Um, I don't care how many minutes was late, how many minutes was early, it was perfect for us in this moment. And thank you for sharing that with me. Um, I had no idea that you know this was the day, um, the anniversary of your your brother. So I'm sorry to hear that, but I'm, I'm definitely glad to be able to have this space with you today. No, I, I definitely appreciate it. Like, 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 I think, I'm a, like, my, my background, like, with my brother, you know, I definitely say that, you know, something that was wrong, but we never did figure out. My, my older brother was definitely um, a smart individual, you know, definitely mm-hmm. passed all his class, wasn't, you know, um, the smart class, like, he was all that, and just something... Something just switched, you know what I'm saying? He went, he went off to college, and the fact that how you said that earlier, how he, like you go off to college, and that distance from your family, you know what I mean? And you know he just went out there and played ball and just party, you know what I mean? And I guess he just lost sight of the bigger picture, you know what I mean? You 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 dealing with you know uh, other race that has money. Mm-hmm. So, like, what you going to do, you're going to, you know, like, you're not starting because the coach kind of, like, screwed you over on that part. So, now you're, like, the reason why I'm here in college to play ball and I can't play ball. So, now I got, now my friends will want to go out and partying. And when he came home, mm-hmm. it was like a switch. And I was like, man, something is wrong. You know, we never did could figure it out. But, you know, he was just, he was that that smart. And, you know, he always, like, kind of, like, talked to himself a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it was Mm -hmm. more, it was more the fact that, like, like, he lost sight of a social ability. You know what I mean? It was more like he he didn't know how to, you know, talk to other people. He was just more, like, quiet. So I kind of think some, I kind of think, like, Something is wrong, with my brother, but we never did could figure out. You know what I mean? And it's crazy how we having this uh, this episode, you know, on his you know wow. birthday. So like like I said once again, like I appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? Like doing this for me right now. You know. Most definitely, most definitely, and you know, it's everything happens for a reason. And, you know, some things are meant to be unfolded at certain different times. Um, you know, and and that's something too that. My uh, my family um, just kind of deals with, and it's still dealing with because you know a lot of mental illnesses are hereditary and they do run through the family. So even if you have, you know, you may be sorry um, your brother, but you better believe it was somewhere you know before then, Correct. Um, somewhere down the line um, that you know just wasn't recognized or just wasn't you know treated or anything like that. Um, and that's something too I would like to just point out um, that's powerful knowing about, you know, your past. And even though y'all didn't know what it was, you know, you knew it was something. Right. Um, I think that that's powerful because once you know your past, you know, you can definitely um, just plan better for your future. Correct. Um, and, and just have that, you know, that education going forward and some signs and things to look for to, uh, you know, just be preventative. I, I definitely preach about like being preventative yeah. than uh, you know just kind of being in a crisis. Um, but crisis definitely teach us things as well. So um, I definitely 
thank you just for sharing that sharing that with me and if anyone is listening to this episode that you know you kind of know somebody that may be um just struggling um with even just going through the pandemic or just kind of need that person to know that they don't have a person to talk to or um and I'll say this and it's not to be funny but it's just something I grew up with you know that that neighbor is always in the neighborhood it's always loud it's you know it's just that that person is that way um and they show stuff like that that you know that's something that could be your family member Correct. um that person is you know somebody that even if you walk past them reach reach out to them and just let them know that you know that you are caring you see them you know you see them it's just for them it's who they are um and pass our information along um definitely even if you don't need it uh, we we are definitely here. We can connect them to some hotlines, some shelters, some anything that can help them um, in their in their time of need. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. I, I know. I, I don't know how long you got, but uh, I'm gonna tell you um, this this story. You know, um, my older brother passed in 2015, mm-hmm. and um, I think it was like 2017 or something. And the reason why. I kind of like reached out to the re-up movement is because I have like this connection, you know, with uh, like uh, homeless people. So I stay, you know, in the Southeast uh, Houston area and um, I seen this uh, black homeless dude and um, I always see him at this one spot and he stays there all day, right? And I'm like, Something just told me, hey, go over there and talk to him. Or, hey, here's a dollar. Or, or, you know, when it's hot, here's some water. Or when it's cold, like, here's, you know, some covers or a pillow. So, and, like, I always see him. And we always talk. And he holds a conversation. Like, 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 we, like he would stop what he's doing. And he would come up to a car and, like, hold a conversation. He was like, oh, how's everything going? And, you know, and, like, like I have my son with me. So my son sees me giving, it's it's more like, okay, now I can give as well too. So mm-hmm. he always say, man, how's your son doing this and that? I'd be like, man, he's good. He's doing this and this and this. And um, mm-hmm. one day, like, I haven't seen him. So I'm like, oh, man, I hope he's doing all right. Months go by, I look up on Worldstar. He's there. Popped up on Worldstar. I'm like, what? Somebody had stopped what they're doing and, like, I guess, like, you know, like, took him, like, you know, shelter him and, and like, try to, you know, see see what's going on. Did you know, like, they interviewed him. He said, the reason why I was there, my mama dropped me off and said she's coming right back. Wow. And I was like... That is crazy. Like people, pe- people like drive by and see this dude and say, "Man, he's crazy," but he yeah. like, like he wasn't. He was focused that his mama's gonna pick him back up, and he, he was he was probably like, I don't know, I would say like thirties, like you know, mid thirties, something like that. But yeah. I, it, it it was it was crazy, like like uh, about that. You know what I mean? Because it's like. He was following directions. You know what I mean? His mom said he's going to come back. You know, she's going to come back. I, I don't think she ever did. But if he ever listening, man, hey, I'm, I'm glad that you're on the right track and things are doing positive, like, in your life. Wow. Yeah. Most definitely. 
most definitely. And and that's, you know, you stopping to speak to him and having that conversation, you know, you never know what that led to, you know, for him to even be in that, in that moment. So, you know, I think that, you know, it was important for your childhood and, you know, the things that you went through to be able to, you know, just stop and, like you said, sorry, like you said, give, you know, give your son permission to be able to give to, you know, to someone that's not in your family or not around you that's mm. not giving something back to you. Um, you're just giving, you know, just to be, just because that's who you are. Mm. Um, and and that that little thing, you know, it changes people's lives. It, it, it can spark inspiration um, can do so many, you know, different things. And, um, the, the homeless population is, you know, I, I, it's something that is definitely close to my heart. Um, mm-hmm. I shared a story with, uh, one of, uh, I have a police officer, a couple of police officers that's friends. Um, but I was talking to one of them the other day and I was telling them, like when I was a kid, um, I used to get in trouble, like get a whooping. <laughs> Because I used to go in the house and I used to get like one of the the biggest bags I could find, which was like an Aldi bag at the moment. So um, I, I used to just go around the house and just pack it, pack it up with all stuff in the house, like whether it's like I don't even I think I put a hot sauce. <laughs> um, I had I know I put some toilet paper in there, paper towels. I gave him some towels, some socks, and stuff like that. Like I don't I, I think I put some cups and stuff in there too. But, like, I, it just used to be these homeless people that would dig in the trash can, dumpster mm. dive, and things like that. Mm. And every time, like, every month, I would go do it, and I would get in trouble because I was going to take it to them. Um, but I, I didn't care. Like, I really didn't care about that because, <laughs> because it was a little girl that was always with this man. Wow. And, I mean, I don't know if that was his daughter, but I thought it was his daughter. It was his daughter to me at that moment. Yeah. So, I just, like, you know, that could actually be me. I appreciate that. Like, I like I say, I thank you for having this moment with me and sharing it. Is there anything else? Because I, I don't know how long you want to go. Is there anything else before you leave <laughs> that you want to uh, give to the fans? The only thing left that I, I, I have to say, yeah. um, it's just to be honest, when you Survive and press forward while you're enduring pain. Um, but pain doesn't last always. Correct. 
you can definitely always seek help when you when you're not strong enough um, to you know make it through yourself, or you just don't have you just don't know you just don't know how to make it through yourself, and that's fine. That's perfectly okay because life hits you without no warning, and sometimes you just don't know. Um, and it's okay not to know, and that's why we're here. Yeah. Make sure you definitely you know reach out, and it's okay to ask for help. Um, we will be at um, an event downtown again this um, this month, the last day, the 28th, again with our community partners, the Re-Up Movement, um, and we'll be doing another community um, give back feedback. So if you guys want to come out and volunteer, we're definitely um, taking those volunteers, and uh, we have a campaign going on right now. Um, called the Random Acts of Kindness, mm-hmm. and that's kind of all tying in together with our give uh, give back event at the end of the month. Um, you can there is uh, a space on our website where you can go ahead and take the pledge and submit videos or pictures to us about you kind of just doing random acts of kindness. Uh, we definitely want to highlight and uplift our community this month, and not only this month, but every month, but this is just um, a certain campaign that we are doing this month um, to uh, for Black History Month. Correct. Is there any uh, any other business you want to shout out? Because I am doing a free promotion right now for uh, Black History Month. Is there any black business you want to shout out, like your friends or... Or anything that you could think of right now? Um, yes. So, yeah, I am a hustler. So, I also have a natural hair care and skincare line um, for lots of natural hair. Um, I can also can just be reached um, through my regular, um, oops, sorry, through my Instagram page. It's called Rosewater Beautiful. Okay. Um, that's M U H I M U. So that's for my natural brothers and sisters. Um, it is an oil and hair growth agent. Um, so definitely, if you if you're looking for some, some natural hair products, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> I can you. Um, and then uh, one more. Go ahead. Um, go ahead. I just want to make sure I am saying their name right. Um, so one of my, my brothers, uh, my mental health brothers, um, Anthony Abram, he is over um, a mental health page in just community for black men. Um, and it is called Living Always. And you can find him on Instagram as well. Um, he does a podcast. They hold um, groups for mental, for black men um, on mental health affirmation days, uh, meditation, things mm. like that. So. Um, definitely check out that page uh, for black men and mental health. It's called Living Always. Okay. Um, definitely a great guy. Definitely a, um, a great ambassador in the game right now. So definitely check him out. All right. Um, I got a small business shout out. Uh, my homeboy Marcus Brooks. He got a, a tax service, versatile tax service. Definitely hit my boy up. Um, another business I got, uh, my close friend, uh, Jonathan Tyler, he also has a, a snow, a snow cone, uh, business. It's called Snow Monster, uh, S-O-N Monster. I think I pronounced that correct. Snow Monster. 
And also, he has another business I can't think on top of my head. I think it is um, a dental one. Ah, he's going to hate me when I mess this up. Uh, I know it's a dental one. I'll definitely put in the uh, link, the comment below. But definitely, definitely support those um, individual. I uh, thank you so much. Uh, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Okay. Bye. All right, you guys, man. I just did that podcast, and I'm so excited. I hope y'all definitely learn from this. Um, it's a good one, yo. Like, like, I, like, I appreciate it so much. And y'all, please go support. Y'all definitely, um, definitely go support. Um, like, like I said, I am doing all black business uh, promotion uh, for uh, February right now. If you have one. Definitely hit me up my social media um, at Fashion Lord T. Um, definitely, you know, I'm gonna have the description in the in the bio, not in the bio, in the uh, down below where you can see all my social media. Um, I think that's pretty much it. I I feel bad that I don't have um, Jonathan's. Uh, I want to say Smile Center. Smart Smile Training Center. Definitely find them. Uh, man, the course is um, a 10-week course. It's not four years. It's guaranteed. You will have a job. Definitely tell them I sent you. Uh, once again, it's Smart Smile Training Center. You know, that's my homeboy Jonathan, man. Definitely uh, check him out. Um. That's pretty much what I got, man. Um, that's pretty much what I got right now. I, I thank y'all from day ones. I thank y'all new. Please like, subscribe, share, you know, send. Like I said on my post, um, I'm close to 900 downloads. So once I get 1,000 uh, downloads, I will be going live on my social media and give away merch, giving away um, cash app rewards. Excuse me. And things like that. So, get me to a thousand. We're gonna have a party. We're gonna celebrate. Uh, I got merch. So, click in the uh, link in the bio. Um, I appreciate y'all, man. Once I once again, David, I miss you. I love you. Moment silence, real quick, for my brother David on his birthday. All right, y'all know who I am, Fashion Lord T. Thank you to my special guest. Me, I please go support. Y'all know my slogan. Don't let anybody steal your peace. And I'm out. Later, guys. <laughs>